And minor dollar. Okay, let's see goals. From Parshas Mishpat. Okay, oh, good afternoon. Okay. Did, did they, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Did they close down five early? Is it still open? High school. Oh, okay. Well, just the school is closed down. Oh, okay. Okay. Letter dollar, page 108. Bashvi, is talking about the deen that an Evid Ivri, a Hebrew slave, goes free in the seventh year. Ah, the parsha zu niskala odavar. In this parsha, something additional has been revealed. This, um, we're, we're kind of jumping in in the middle of a continuum of thought here, but it has its own self-contained idea here. Ad kama ha'anochi Hashem elokecha holech im ha'ishihudi. The extent to which this first of the Ten Commandments. I am Hashem, your God, goes with the Jew. In other words, this statement, Anochi Hashem Elokecha, made a very deep, enduring, long-lasting impression on each Jew who was there at Harsina. When Hashem spoke those words, it kind of became, like we saw last week, it became a part of us. Umulavehu ad ha This statement, Anochi Hashem Elokecha, it accompanies us even to the lowest rung, and is never lost, it never goes away. Hi Josh, page, page 108. It is not possible for a person to even uproot this point of Kedusha within him, this Anochi Hashem Elokecha impression. Hardest, hardest of me people may try. Yeah, right. It's still there. Right. That even a person who ended up selling himself as a slave. Avaladayin Nikra B'Shem Ivri. But he's still called Ivri, a Hebrew, a Jew. He's an Eved Ivri. So he doesn't lose that Ivri is, doesn't lose that Jewishness, that's a part of him. Now this is the key point here. He is not capable of establishing his identity as an Eved intrinsically. Why isn't he just called Eved? Because that would indicate to us that somehow he has actually become that. But Eved Ivri means even though he is an Eved, he retains his Jewishness even during his slavery years. So that slavery reality doesn't fully take him over. So what happens? Shanim Ya'avod, he works for six years. And in the seventh year he goes out free. Chinam, for nothing, meaning he's Absolutely free. Ki'ap shehaavdus nitzrachlo. Even though for this person this slavery was necessary for him. Hi, page 108. And on a deeper level, when he becomes an Eved, 
living that way is misaking the pagam, the shortcomings of his averos that he experienced over the previous years. So there's hashgacha here, and he became an evid, and the evid is a tikkun for his averos. Avol hapagam hurak min hasafa ulachutz. Page one away. But this pagam, this shortcoming from his averos, is only external. Literally, it means from the lips and outwards, or from the edge and outwards, but it's an expression, and it means it's external. When a Jew does an Avera, he doesn't absorb <coughs> intrinsically the Avera. It remains on the outside, external. And this Pagan, his shortcomings, don't actually touch the essence of his identity and this nakuda, inner concentration of the Yid. As the Maharal says that when a Jew sins, it's not be'etzem, that act is not intrinsic to our identity, but it's b'mikra, it's rather circumstantial. The circumstances have been such that a person has made a bad choice. But that act is not consistent with the true identity of the Jew. And therefore it doesn't affect us in the Nakuda Hapnimis. The Fasemis says the same thing in one of perhaps more of his Mamor. Umayaz Shinikba Belibam Shall Hanochi once it was fixed into the heart of every Jew, Anochi Hashem Elokecha, I am Hashem your God, because when we heard those words at Har Sinai, those words actually became fixed and embedded in our heart. And once that's there, Harei Hu, Yisod She'iyef Shar La'okra, this becomes foundational to our being and you can't get rid of it. That Anochi Hashem Elokecha is there. No matter what we do, it's there. The whatever shall be, shall be. But that Yisod, that foundation, spiritual identity of the Jew, it stands in its place. And a Jew is able in any situation to awaken that point of light within him, the Anochi Hashem that is embedded in his heart. Yes, Mark? Yes, this uh, brings up an interesting question. Well, they're doing Pesach time. We talk about freedom, you know, freedom from uh, slavery in the Mitzrayim. Right. When a youth for six years, uh, unless he decides to stay permanently with his master, decide, you know, works for the master and all, how can he, how does he, um, put together the fact that he is working for somebody, you know, without payment, you know, sort of like slavery, and at the same time, during Pesach time, he said he's free and all that. How do you put, how do you do that simultaneously, that idea? That's a very good question. You know, there's a dean about an epit in the Seder, but I, I don't remember what the halafa is, but it would be, would be connected to what you're saying. But the, the idea is that even though that he is the mikra, that he is circumstantially an Evan right now, but still, but Edson, in terms of his ultimate identity, he's free. So he has Pesach, and Pesach is part of him, and he needs that experience. Although I think, as I said, there may be a different 
as far as his deen during the Seder. But still, he has to keep Pesach, he has to keep his laws, and his, his uh, nakuda, his inner essence of a Jew, experiences the, the freedom of Pesach. Would, yes, are would, this, would the Evan have to get permission from his master to lean at the Seder? Yeah, I think he has to be no Torashus. I think that's one of the dini. Therefore, it might, yeah. it might be saying that uh, externally he is somewhat not free, right. but internally he's, he's still free, free in right. this aspect of whatever. Right, we talk about. Uh, we can look at it though, that's a nice thought. Yes, Ray? Um, the concept of Yes. All right, leads to a series of, of difficult questions when uh, uh, how to collect the phrase Jews uh, wander off from, from normal beliefs. Uh, a fair number of them uh, recognize uh, appropriate behavior by the time. Uh, in the getter of the Tinoch Shanishba, you know, an infant who is taken captive as an infant and never knows his real identity. But even for that person, the, um, the heart of that individual still contains these deep roots. Now, why it was never given the opportunity to express itself, I don't know. Why that was the Hashgafa, I don't know. But we still would say that a Jew is a Jew, and come up what may, those words are imprinted in their ha in their heart. Uh, some some Jews get the chance to express it, and in our times we live in a, a in a time that some people don't. And the reason for that, I, I don't know. I don't know why one would be born into that kind of matzah, but that's not true. But it's still there. The impression is still there. They are completely unaware of it, right? It's still there. A Maharal Mavayar, the Maharal explains, so Inyan shall Sheshanim shall Avdus Lefi Darka. This six years of slavery, the Maharal explains it according to his Dera, Kishesh Marames Lahashesh Kitsavas. That six is a number that alludes to six directions or six parameters. So it's like east, west, north, south, up, and down. That's Shesh Kitsavas. And that represents the Sheva Marames Lahanakuda Hapanimis, where the number seven refers to the inner <coughs> content of something. The six is, are the edges, the definition of the space, and the Shvis is the content, the inner content of the space. Back to the heart, right. Each one of the six directions and then bring it to the heart. That's exactly that idea. When this person was chote, when they transgressed and they ended up being sold as a result of their geneva, it's one of the ways you can become an evidentiary if a person steals 
doesn't have the money to repay what they stole, then they're sold as an Ebed Ivri until they work off what they owe to the master. No, just the, the, the principle, right. That's right. So he becomes an Ebed Ivri. And there was some kind of an Avera that he's saying here in Hashgrafa that this happened to a person. One wouldn't be put in this situation if there was no tikkun like this necessary. And Hoya Rasa Hashesh Kitsavos, This person's hate, it had to do with the six uh, parameters, the six edges, not with his essence as a Jew. So therefore, the six years of Avdus, they're the tikkun for a chet which stands at the six edges of his personality, of his being. And that's a tikkun for that. Even though he subjugated himself, he's now a slave, and he has a master. You can only subjugate the externality of the Jew, not the internal essence of the Jew. Rak es hafitzonius. Ki rak bozeh upogam ba'averosa v'rak zetzorichtiku. Because his averos only were pogam, they only defected that. And avera does not pogam, does not defect the essence of the Jew. It still stays somewhat outside of that inner nature. Avozeh ha'nekuda sholo ish Yisrael you cannot enslave the inner essence of the Jew. And certainly, historically, outside of this context of Ebed Ivri, but many people have tried to enslave the Jews, and they've discovered that you can't do it, even with pastoral and horrible circumstances. That the spirit of the Jew remains. Same concept. No matter what circumstance we may be in, that Anofi Hashem Olokecha is still vibrant and it's alive. The Zehanakura Hu Hamishapa Rasa. It's that inner content of the Jew that ultimately frees the Jew. That's a beautiful statement. Because we have something in us that can't be enslaved, and it's that something which ultimately frees us from whatever subjugation we may be uh, victim to. That inner Anofi Hashem Olokecha will will in the end win out and it will free both the individual Ebed Ivri after six years he's free so he's saying that's the Nakuda of seven that's in him the Tochen that frees him he can't stay there more than that or the Jewish people from out of their brothers ultimately were freed V'zeu HaKavon HaRamban the Ramban makes a certain parallel between Mishpatim and the Aseret Hadidah and he says, Sheha Parsha shall Ebed Ivri. This first Parsha in Mishpatim, Mechuva Neged Hadivu Harishon Shonochi Hashem Alakecha. It corresponds to the first of the Ten Commandments, Anochi Hashem Alakecha. Sheva Parsha Zu Nisgala Ad Kama Anochi Hashem Alakecha, Nikba Belibos Bene Yisrael. This shows the extent to which the depth of Anochi Hashem Elokecha is within the heart of the Jew. Sheha Anochi Hashem Elokecha Hushalilus Shokomi Neabdus. That statement in our heart, it negates any form of slavery. 
ואף לאיש כזה שפשע במצוות, ועשה עין שומעלה כאילו אין עורך, even a person who sinned, and he treated God's eye as if God doesn't see, or he stole, he acted as if God doesn't see what he's doing. אפל פי כן מלווהו הנופי השם אלוקיך בסוף ההסתר ומוציאה. השם's presence still goes with a person who denied Hashem's presence. It still goes with him, and it gets him out of slavery after six years. So God doesn't say, okay, you act as if I didn't exist, therefore I'm going to act as if you don't exist. But rather, I'll go with you in your obvious, in your evident every state, and after six years, that's what frees you. It's the Anokia Hashem that's within you. Well, we could also say there's a parallel in the, 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 the Ghana is, is basically operating that God doesn't see you. So also, I'm an epic, but I don't see that God is going to free me. And he actually takes this, this thing that Hilly just said to the next level, which is, what about that Evid who says, I don't want to go free, right? Ohati, I love my wife here, I love my kids, right? So that's the next Madriga, that, that's where he goes with this. This Vyosem is on the road, the Parshism, which we see it even further. Sha'af ish kazeh. Even the Abed Ibri who after six years says, I don't want to go free. I love my wife, I love my kids. And he does not want to get himself out of being a slave and to release himself from the bondage of this master. Now, he says an interesting statement. This person is living in a certain kind of fantasy, in an imaginary reality. He has delusions about what is. He's saying, I love my wife and I love my children. However, The truth says, those are not his kids, and it's not his wife. We're talking about a situation where an Evid Ifri was given a Shifta Kananis by his master and was with her physically. They produced children, which is mutter in that circumstances. But she's technically not his wife, and the kids are really not his. They are the property, so to speak, of the Adam. So he's saying, it's my wife, it's my kids, and he's living in some kind of uh, imaginary world. He may emotionally feel like that, you know, but... The truth is, that's not his wife and that's not his kids. He's chosen to really submerge himself into the life of an Adam. So is this the, the idea of the Ramban continuing or is this no, the idea this, of the Ramban? No, this is his. Yeah, this is Orgadaya. And this is also obviously Yes, those are not his children either. A man has chosen. Right. Yeah. What, what was that? The, uh, uh, similarly, uh, a Jewish man who uh, would marry a non-Jewish woman. Uh, so she's not his wife because there's no kedushin there. They, they might go through the act of marriage, but she's not his wife. And the kids are not his kids. Uh, they're not his children. They're not related to him at all. So the emotional bonds are certainly going to be there. And he probably has some responsibility to them uh, in terms of uh, helping them out in life, for sure. But in terms of uh, the father-child 
father-husband-wife relationship, that's really an imaginary one, because ultimately they're, they're not. So to think they're there is denial. To think that they are truly, you know, one's family, one's kids, one's wife, is denial of reality. And of course, for people who are in that situation, that's a very, very difficult situation to be in. But there is teshuva. Sometimes people people do it. Yes, Mark? Well, this brings up a question. Um, So let's say after six years, after the man marries the woman and all, the man leaves, the woman stays. Is there a time when the woman can leave, or this is the only a, this that, is that woman is was it a non-Jewish shifta maid servant? Oh, not talking about a Hebrew woman. This is the only situation in the Torah, except for um, yeah, Torah, where a uh, a man is permitted to have relations with a non-Jewish woman. And to do it while he's still. Well, I didn't even excuse my ignorance. I didn't know the women were. Concubine, you know, non-Jewish and all. I didn't. Well, she's not a concubine. She basically is not the property of her master. Oh. And he has the right to match her with this evidence for the sake of producing children. Right. Wow. So, something's wrong. Yeah, that's something's wrong there, but I'll talk. No, I mean, it's a, very, me it's a difficult thing for us to grasp. Yeah, I understand. We're removed from that, but that is uh, what's happening. Oh. I wonder okay. if this. This idea might give us uh, some insight into the relationship between Avraham and Hagar. She was his shifts. Yeah. She, she, she was sort of shifts, but he was. But she was Avraham Avinu's concubine. When he took her as a second time, it was together. A uh, Keturah was together. A, a um, later, uh, after, right. after. But I'm talking right. about before, and you know. The, uh, the, the when Hashem says to Sarah, you know, she she uh, she understands it better than you. Um, perhaps and, and it, was, it was hard for Avram to do. Right. You know, perhaps we could say that there was some there was something parallel going on with Avram that Abraham under, thought of Ishmael as his son. Didn't have a, a, a clear perception. Here. Perhaps like you know, sort of parallel to. This is my, my wife and this is my son. Now, the, um, I'm, I'm very hesitant to say that, although I, I hear what you're saying, that when Avraham, that Avraham would, would suffer the, the same, you know, um, imaginary relationship, because it just has to be that you would know the emphasis of that relationship. I think the question is, what was the emphasis of that relationship? I'm not, I'm not sure what it was, but it's a very good question. talking about the emotional bond. Right. I understand, but, but um, I guess uh, I can't want to assume that Hagar uh, converted. Well, I don't know what was required in those in those times. You know, it's possible that 
that she did, but um, he did. 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 But you know, I can't really respond well because I don't know. I don't know the the way to look at that when Avram took Hagar and was she, you know, begetter a Gioris or this begetter Sarah's Shifcha and therefore that opened up the relationship. Well, Sarah gave right. her to Avram. Any, any executive. Right, that that's, that's needs to be clarified. I mean, I both, I both counts. Yeah. Okay. So you have this guy who's an Evid. He says he wants to stick it, stick it out there in slavery. That's what he wants. Shari hakasuv meid shevishah sheyotzei yisha beviladeha tihiyala adoneha. The pasuk tells us that when he goes out free, that this woman and the children are going to remain back with the master. Even for this guy, there's an Eitzah. So maybe we'll think that, well, you know, he's beyond hope. You know, the six and seven concept didn't work out for him. He wants to stay beyond that. He will serve this Abed Ivri forever, but we know what that really means. It means until yoga. Shayotse Laferus Biyoga. But the word Laolam means until yoga. And even this guy who's chosen slavery for perhaps forty nine years still has the Anofi Hashemalakafa inside of him. Kiyovelhi Shar Hachamishi. Yovel is the fiftieth gate. Zehanakuda Shal Anofi Hashemalokefa Shahi Negat Shar Hachamishi. This Anochi Hashem Elokecha that's even gone to that depth. One cannot dismiss this inner identity of Anochi Hashem Elokecha. Even in great darkness and great concealment, like this guy certainly is, he's choosing to be a slave, he still can't get rid of that Anochi Hashem Elokecha and come the Yovel year, he's free. Period. He has no choice. He can't remain in Evet. The Anochi Hashem Elokecha frees him by compulsion. You are a free person. That etzem of, of a free man in you is going to express itself. itself. No choice. So they didn't have, in those days, what they call a, these days, a prose bowl. In other words, it overrides. For instance, Let's say the first six years is a slave, okay, seventh year, oh, I, I want to remain a slave forever. And the eighth year happens to be the, uh, the hypothetical example of Jubilee, you know. Then he's and, free. Then it's free. Right. So there wasn't, there that, wasn't much... The principle free. would not affect that, no. He's, he continues, he's free. All right, so that's an oh, that's The principle affects the loans from the seventh year. Oh, okay. That's but in I'm terms of Yovel, it does not. Oh, okay. So if if Yovel came out on the uh, on the uh, you know on the ninth year or the tenth year, he's, he's free. He doesn't have to wait till the next cycle. cycle. Of Yovel. Okay. Yovel comes and he's free. Okay. But it can be up to forty nine years of slavery, and then the fiftieth, no matter what, he's free. Okay. And then and then uh, <coughs> between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, 
uh, or Russian circus, he steals a lula and he can't pay it back, and boom. <laughs> It's never a guarantee, right? <laughs> if he really wants to be an evident, that's all. Yes, right. What about the, um, the evidence? They're not affected by yoga. No. However, the uh, the master can free them. You're allowed to free an evident kanani if there's a, if there's a reason for it. One of the Chachamim did that in the Gemara to make a minion. They had nine men for a minion. And one of them, and I forgot, was it Rabbi Gamil? Forgot which one. Yeah, Rabbi Gamil. Tabi, I think. Wasn't it? No, Tabi was not freed. It was, it was not Tabi. So one of the Chachamim had their Abed Ivri and he freed him on the spot so they could make a minion. Because he could, <laughs> you become a Jew when you're freed as an Abed Ivri. An Abed Ivri is a shtickle converted. I'm sorry, you're talking about an Abed Kanani. Uh, no, I'm talking about an Abed Kanani too. He freed his Evid Kanani and he became a Jew because when an Evid Kanani is freed, he becomes a complete Jew. And then he was uh, the tenth man for the minion. We haven't done that around here, but we thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, has, nobody has an Evid Kanani for us to free to make it. <laughs> <laughs> 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a head nine minutes. Minutes. Yeah, but yeah, they knew what they were doing. It, it is. It is definitely an official star life you get. It has to be written correctly and, and executed correctly. Star shifting. So this guy, he wants to be a slave to Yogo. Still, when the Yogo Yog comes around, he's free. The Anokya Shamalokatha pushes him out into freedom. God's name is proclaimed on the Jewish people and can never be lost out. The rule is, anything which comes from a higher spiritual place, is able to be uh, clothed in a more secretive or darker place. Wherever light is clothed in a place of great darkness, then you know that that light comes from a very high place. He's saying there's certain ore which is so high that it has to be greatly concealed, greatly, greatly concealed. And therefore, it's present even in very dark places. Those are the places that are able to hide it. A place that was less dark wouldn't be able to hold back that great light. It's a beautiful thought to hold in your mind, when, especially when you encounter Jews who are really lost from the Jews. Yeah. The more lost a person is, it could be a reflection of the greater the light. That could, that could be there. Sure. The Eved Zed, Shoyorad Adli Diyuta HaTaftona, and this Eved who went to the lowest rung, Hacherus Shalom Himishar HaChamishin. His freedom is going to come from the highest uh, rung in the spiritual ladder, the 50th rung. His free, freedom comes from the Shar HaChamishin. Yovel. Kinakuda zu iafshar lihibata. 
Ach ba'odam kazeh shayorad ad hadiyuta That this freedom, this point comes to him and he is not able to dismiss it even though he went down to the lowest rung. Humacharis atzmo le'evet la'olam and he sold himself as a permanent slave. Ube'emes kishamacharis atzmo le'evet la'olam hapirishu be'emes la'olam that's an interesting thought. He said, when this guy sold himself and then he decided he was going to remain a slave forever, he really meant forever. He wasn't talking Yovel. He says, I want to stay here forever. But the co-op of Yovel supersedes his own will at that point. So that gives us an understanding as to why the Torah would say right, La'olam. Exactly. And it always bothered me. Why, why did he use that so word? Covered up, shot. Right. And the Swarim say that whenever the Torah uses a word like that, that means something a little different, then it's trying to teach us something. And this could be the idea here. That he, you know, as far as he was concerned, he's, he's a slave forever. He's Lolam. But the, the Koach of Yobel really takes him out. It seems like that the Bechir of Anachi is not really existent on a certain level from the beginning or, or from the end point. It's just what you do with it. In other words, that that's part of the Jew period. So as like we the, know, the Jew, God forbid, converts to another faith, he's still a Jew. You can't get rid of it. You're a Jew, you're a Jew. What's that? Is it a good way? The guy decides to convert to Christianity. Right. And the next morning he gets up, puts on his tefillin. And I says, what are you doing? I thought you converted. He goes, I go you should come. Who's the point? Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Thank you. I've been traveling for an hour. Find the buddy. Find the buddy. <laughs> it, uh, we need one more. He said, well, they're sending me out. I just came in. Huh? It, it seems like uh, uh, this is the same thing. There's some people who like to shiver or whatever, but the 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 simple uh, of the claw, let's say, the yantav, the shiver runs into a yantav, it's cut off. Stops. Even though, even though, no matter what the person is feeling, you know, that overrides the, uh, the, uh, the right. The, the, there's certain cases where the cloud just uh, <laughs> the whole the whole uh, uh, mass of the Jewish people was uh, working against individual desires. Right. Okay. Shehacherus hazeh shehu mishar hachamishi me'alma deferusa. This freedom that comes from the 50th gate, uh, from the what he calls the world of Kairos, the world of freedom, the world of uh, Yoga. It lifts off from him any kind of subjugation. Where does this freedom come from? It comes from the words that a person heard at Harsina. Shahu Shar Hatamishim, as it says from the Gra, that represents the 50th gate, Shenikba Bolibos B'nei Yisrael, and that was established within the heart of the Jewish people when they heard that first of the 